Have you ever thought about podcasting? Have you? I've got to come in big now because I'm a podcaster. Have you ever thought about podcasting? Oh my God, this is the episode for you. This is part two of the Jordan Paris interview that we had. And Jordan Paris is a young entrepreneur from the United States of America. Now, he has done an amazing job at growing his podcast, interviewing people like Grant Cardone, Seth Godin, Kerwin Ray. And he also has his own podcast business as well. You know, and this is the show that you need to listen to if you want to become a rock star podcaster because Jordan Paris is the host of his own Growth Mindset University podcast, which is ranked number three in the training category. Go over and listen to it. And his company, Trend Up Media, also helps businesses all over the world. Now, it could be you produce podcasts that help growth in both profit and influence. Now, with Tech Barriers, to creating podcasts lowered, and they are lowered significantly with the likes of Buzzsprout. In the last couple of years, many podcasters are now finding new audiences for their business through creating their own show. But as expected, there are many people concerned about the time, the caliber of presenters, the guests, self-confidence, phobias, all the worries in the world, audio quality, show content, how to market and get it out there. If you haven't had a chance yet, go and check out Jordan Paris Growth Mindset University podcast and you'll learn that having a one-stop podcast agency like his company, Trend Up Media, may just be the key to your growth and getting this up and running. He's also been able to produce some outstanding results for himself and challenge others to rise above the circumstances, break the mold, be in their heads, in their ears, in their minds and take control podcasting may just be the key. Let's have a listen to part two. Hi, I'm Chris Schwager and welcome to Video Legend in the Making on LinkedIn, YouTube and your favorite podcast. I believe one of the most valuable mediums in business is video. Videos that lead your audience and inspire them. Your journey to be a more purposeful and connected video legend starts now. Let's talk about monetizing a little bit. Um, this show, Video Marketing Legend, has only been running for six to seven months now. We're at episode 23. We haven't even talked about monetizing. How does, do, do businesses even consider that? How do they make the show more valuable? Sure. What's the question? Is it making the show more valuable to the listener or monetizing well, this, this is, this, the show is, in general? This is this is something you can pull me up on because I like to add about seven or eight questions yes. into my rant. Um, so it's it's up to you to choose. Uh, yes. So the question is: uh, Should should podcasters be thinking about monetizing? Yeah, I think that first and foremost. You, you do have to enjoy it, as Tim Ferriss would say, have the guaranteed audience of one. If you're not going to enjoy it, if you're not going to be your own guaranteed audience of one, then really don't do it. Uh, you do need that. But, but second, and a very close second, super important, is definitely monetizing it. Because if you're not monetizing it, at some point, it's just going to fall off and you're... It's, not going to be a priority anymore and you're not going to want to do it so and it, it is a great it, look there are I, I think a podcast is a great way to make money i think 
that if you execute and do it right, you really can. Uh, there's a lot of variables involved, but yeah. I think uh, that uh, we it's should not about maybe... ads. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about that. What is it? Yeah. What is it about? Sure. Well, baking lead magnets, say, into the intro, the outro, the mid-roll, and changing it up, too, because you don't want to think about from a psychology perspective, saturated stimuli. You're predictable. Uh, the stimuli is saturated. People don't care about it anymore. Think Joe Rogan's podcast. The first seven minutes are, are ads. Everyone knows that. And nobody, I don't know anyone that listens to those ads that, th that doesn't skip through. So that stimuli is saturated. We want to avoid that. We want to be unpredictable with our placement of these lead magnet ad reads. We want to maybe do intro with the music, then the ad read, and then the episode, or ad read, intro with the music, episode, or intro with the music, half an episode, ad read, the other half of the episode, maybe put it after the outro. Know what I mean? We're changing it up here and we're not even putting it in every episode. Uh, and so, yes, these lead magnet ad reads are very important. For example, with me, my free course, How to Become a Rockstar Podcaster at jordanparis.com slash course, I always advertise that. Advertise that. Not always though, uh, but I often advertise that in my podcast episodes in the manner that I was just saying where we're constantly changing up where it gets thrown in uh, and, and when. I mean, dude, I went actually probably two and a half months without even putting that ad read in a single episode, maybe even three months. Uh, maybe I'll do every other episode. Maybe I'll do, or maybe I'll go three for three and do it every episode for like three episodes. It's just super unpredictable. You never know. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what he's going to call it. So that's the point, you know? So, uh, yeah. And, and ju it's just having an, an enticing offer and, 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 and making, making it like, obviously it may think about how much sense it makes for me, Chris, I serve podcasters in my business. What would be a very logical way to get leads what would they want what would my clients want to sign up for perhaps a free course on podcasting makes sense so make sure whatever you're offering make sure that the the next i mean perhaps that the next logical progression is purchasing from you and once i mean look only a handful of people have gotten away with who have signed up for my free course, how to become a rockstar podcaster. Only a handful of these signups have gotten away with not getting a personal email from me. Every, like, like it's hard to keep up with that. Every email that, that comes through, I would send a personal email. And like, I remember the first day, like it was, it was a lot to do, but I sent out like, like, yeah, it was like the first day I sent out like 86 emails. Uh, Cause like, that's how many people signed up the first day. So I'm engaging them in conversations and then engaging them in sales conversations when appropriate, you know? So this seems like the, the best place for an ad right now. Um, so if you're, if you're, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. That's funny. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So it look, is. you know, I would put uh, it right here. If you're, 
looking at podcasting, if you're looking to do better Zoom calls, better uh, start remote selling, video and emails, um, more social content in abundance, then you need to start thinking about how you do it with ease, speed, and scale. The DIY video program by Ridge Films may just be the right solution. I'm recording this from our DIY desktop studio right now and using the microphone format to do our podcast. It's that good. So let's roll a 30-second ad and get back into Jordan Paris. The Ridge Films DIY Desktop Video Studio is the ultimate way to produce professional do-it-yourself videos with ease, speed and scale at your home or office while at the convenience of your desk. Simply a push of a button turns your studio on, ready to record personalised video messages, stream video events and record regular social media updates for your market. Inquire with Ridge Films today. DM me if you're interested. I will be more than happy to give you a little free demo and show you how all that works. But look, is it about tech? Is it? Is it really about tech? Or Jordan, is it the value the audience gets as a result of listening to you? Oh, well, it's definitely, look, 99% of my podcast is just straight, I hate the word value. It's such a buzzword, stupid. But Look, people people love Growth Mindset University. People learn so much from it. I mean, there are some amazing stories, transformation stories out there from the show too. Uh, so, I mean, that's what it's really about for me. And uh, honestly, yeah, I'm building trust and rapport with people over the long term. And actually, 99% of people that listen to the show, eh, maybe not, no, not 99, 90% of the people that listen to the show really aren't fits to work with me, you know? But there's a good chunk of people that are, and uh, that's who I'm focused on getting to know through my lead magnet ad reason. By the way, you know what I love about you, Chris? You are such a practitioner. When when I had messaged you the other day, you sent me, of course, what, what, would, what would Chris, the video legend, send in response? <laughs> Obviously... You would think he would send a video and he did. He sent a video in response. And I'm just talking about lead magnet ad reads. And it takes him all of three seconds to act on it and do it and become a practitioner of it. Like, look, that's what I like about you. You're a practitioner. I appreciate that compliment. If for those listeners, you could see my head growing on screen. Um, but thank you so much. We're like, Loads to learn, like everybody in the world. You know, always we're always looking for new new ways to engage. But look, I, right back at you, brother. The way that you had reached out to me in in mail, as I said to you, was a huge amount of personalization, and that's something that we can really learn from in our business. Is how to not, I guess, treat everybody as numbers so much and for, for context, try and find. I want to give people context. I, I pitched you. I, I pitched Trend Up Media Services to you. And, and I guess the what was intriguing about the way that you'd put it together was that it's still an investment in your time to pitch to someone within your contact sphere that I guess 
this is a numbers game. And I think you've already demonstrated the fact that, look, you know, you've got, you've probably got a, some sort of a ratio you work on. Not everybody's going to come back to you. Maybe one in bloody 20 come back to you and say, hey, man, I love you. Let's get you on the show. <laughs> right. Okay, good, good. So, so, but, but yeah. I guess. I guess what maybe stops people is like, oh, is this just like loads of my time for like no reward? Nobody even comes back to me. Uh, you well, know, if nobody I, comes I, back to you, then that's a then that's a reflection on you, not them. Sure. Because so, because Chris, I get people thanking me for reaching out. I get people that say it's awesome to get cold outreach messages like yours. Like, who says that about cold outreach messages? Nobody yeah. likes getting cold outreach messages. But people love getting mine, or at least a good chunk of people do. Not everyone's going to like it. Not everyone's yep. going to respond. But yep. don't, don't not re don't skip the pitching just because some people aren't going to like it. Don't rob people of the potential solution that you have to their problems just because a few people aren't going to like the way you reached out. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing from you is, you know, this is not just having a kick-ass podcast. This is way more than that. There's lead maintenance, mm. tripwires, whole bunch of marketing activities. There's lots of humanizing and personalization. Bottom line is you can pitch, but make it super personal. And you had commented on the fact that I made it really personal. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about pitching. People say to never pitch on LinkedIn. I say they're wrong. And they, they say it doesn't work. They're very wrong. Just uh, zoom in a bit so we can see it. Oh, yes. Just zoom your uh, The air. act Beautiful. of pitching, if you do it right, and this is the case I, I, I make, is a generous act. It's a generous act if you, number one, do your homework on your prospect. Number two, understand what problems your prospect has. Number three, you're bridging the gap between your prospect's problem and your product or service by explaining how you can solve their problem literally a bridge between their problem and your potential solution. How does it all work out? You're being kind, of course, goes without saying. And number five, make it personal. Nobody likes a generic copied and pasted pitch. So if you do that, people are going to be literally so grateful that you, that you reach out. Here's the point I made earlier. Don't skip the pitching entirely just because a few people won't like it. Be bold, take chances. If not, you rob people of the chance of working with you and potentially solving their uh, their problem. So be generous, pitch someone. Yeah, look, I, I love that, man. I love it. And I think um, there's going to be a lot of people that would get a huge amount of value out of that. So um, thank you so much. Hey, look, the I just wanted to swing swing directions. Uh, before our show, I did say to you, I'm going to like ask you like a shit ton of questions uh, just for my own personal reasons yes. uh, of how to improve this show. But um, I, I just want to get a couple of these out of the way if, if that's okay. Um, and I, I think maybe, maybe it could be concerning for, for other podcasts as well. But if you can just clarify this, because when I type in, say, video production into Apple Podcasts, the first thing that pops up is some shitty old dv camera of a show that was recorded in 2011 um and it just sort of seems to be sitting there hibernating how is apple categorizing and prioritizing co content in terms of search engine optimization on apple yeah well, well that's a tough question that i don't exactly know the answer to uh i mean the only i mean if you're going to come up for video production tether i mean it's going to be in your description. Uh, probably is, uh, but that's. I don't think that that's going to do much. It's really got to be in your. Probably got to be in your title. Like I, I'd like to know. Like what is the title of 
that show. I mean, I I I would think, I mean, in theory, that I, I mean it would have video, the words video and production in it somewhere. I don't know. Just that's what I would think. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So, um, so there there it, it's is it a case like lots of people are saying? You know, that the it's getting oversat. Like, is saturation a problem? I sort of argued that point. Well, I said, look. You know, immediately I'm saying, well, it's not like YouTube. Like, if if I'm going and searching video production, which which is not a, a phrase that we we use commonly, mm. but I was just kind of curious, and that that type of content comes up, it only means it only says to me that there's not a lot of other podcasts that are good value content under video production. Am I right? Definitely. I mean, look, there. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out there, and a lot of them really suck. In uh, the <laughs> same way, I was actually looking in my my book here. Here's some product placement podcast playbook. Yeah, good. I had written in here. Ah, very lucky that I just found it. There's between five hundred thousand and seven hundred fifty thousand podcasts. Wow, that's really outdated. It's about a million right now, but we're going to go with these numbers since they're relatively close anyway. It doesn't really matter. The numbers vary widely depending on the source. Yet, but let's say there are six hundred thousand podcasts in 2019. Fair, good. By this estimation, and considering that there are 22 million YouTube channels with more than 10 subscribers, there's only one podcast for every 37 YouTube channels with more than 10 subscribers. So then, in theory, it would be 37 times more difficult to grow a new YouTube channel than uh, a new podcast. So, I mean, really, the window of opportunity for podcasts and podcasters and potential new podcasters right now, I really is wide open the time was, is, and always will be now to start a podcast. I do not think it is saturated. A lot of podcasts suck. Uh, and especially, I think, look, if you're, it's hard to make it as a general self-helpy interview show. Uh, and, and look, I, I have one. Um, so when you have, when you're on an ultra specific topic, I think it's a little bit easier. I mean, say for example, you have a, a podcast only like all about narcissism. I think it'd be a lot more, lot easier to make it uh, with that kind of a podcast, uh, or maybe a podcast about podcasts. I don't know. You know, that's yep. some of the things I think. Maybe a podcast all about finance. Yeah. Right. Like those. When 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 you're more specific like that, I, I do think you have a, a much greater chance of uh, growing because people just don't need another self help interview show at this point in 2020 they have plenty and it's hard to compete with uh, you know the joe rogan's lewis houses uh tom billius and james outtouchers of the world uh so you really really have to be absolutely spectacular if you're gonna make your way into their feed uh mm. into 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 the listener's repertoire because uh, mm. yeah for, for some time, we were very apprehensive about podcasting as a marketing channel because it was a large investment of time. It was very long-term activity. There are a lot of other quick wins that seem to always trumpet. And as you're in the podcasting business, helping profits and influencing, what do you say to people that have those objections? Well, the objection is Long time. pause. <laughs> The objection I'm is time. Anticipation. <laughs> it's time, and what is what's the other objection? Was there another? Uh, look, that there are so many other activities yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. one could do as a quick win. Yeah, well, look, 
podcast. Oh, that's the thing. Quick win. Podcasting is a great way to build trust and rapport with potential customers, clients over the, the long term. I mean, your prospects are, are listening. Uh, and if you can't get clients from your podcast, then honestly, you just don't know how to take a prospect and 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 or, or take someone anyone and mold them into a a, a customer uh it takes there's a lot that goes into that but um mm. you know some of some of which i've talked about today so yeah look i think it's it's one of the i mean because chris everyone i reach out to not everyone but i feel like so many of them they're like Oh my God, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> and it's like, and it's just such, it's a much easier sell, dude. When, when people are so familiar with you like that and they, they have your voice in their stereo on the regular, uh, my voice is in their heads on the regular, but it, it just, it's a much easier sell. I have this built up credibility. I have like a bank account of social capital built up. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, I like I like that phrase, and you know, Brendan and I are very uh, fixated on diversifying our content. So, you know, it's a combination of video, it's a combination of hard tactile video brochures. I don't know if you've seen these types of things that have video inside the inside the Whoa, brochure. Yeah, I've never yeah, seen yeah. that in my life. Paper brochures. Now we're in their ears. How do you measure? I guess the influence or impact that you are having on people because a lot of the time the metric is not um views it's not uh, um, how many people commented it sometimes the best data you're getting well what, what we get is that somebody on the phone or at a barbecue says yeah i listen to your podcast it's awesome like keep it keep it up you're doing really great yeah. i loved episode 38 38 do you know what i mean is is that what keeps people in the game or do you believe it's all based on results so how many people interacted how many people um you know did business inquired with us well i think that both are really important remember i said that uh you have to have the you have to enjoy it and 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 maybe you know a close relative of that i was getting you know a little bit of fulfillment from it uh, like you were touching on there uh, but also having a, a business purpose i think that uh it takes both of those two to really tango for a very long time. Uh, I think that those are both really important elements. Uh, look, I was, I've been, uh, I, I don't, I personally, I don't like, I, I just do it because I enjoy it at, at the heart. Uh, I've been very, very lucky with, there's some element of my podcast that makes my group of listeners a very active bunch the guests say it. I I see it. I hear it all the time. Um, I don't look. I don't have. I I'm not at like James Altucher's level in terms of like listeners. I'm really not. But something about my show and uh, uh, something about it uh, makes them makes my group a very active bunch uh, that I that I hear from very often. And I hear great stories from. Uh, and I don't know how it really got to be that way, but I'm very grateful for that. I mean, it's, but, but related to your question, I mean, I don't, I don't keep going because of that. It's just, that's a cherry on top very much. Hmm. There's something to learn for all of us still. 
I really do wonder why I'm trying to make three episodes out of one single interview. However, I've done it now. It's done. I can't go back. Oh, it's done. Um, <laughs> maybe in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, hey, let's get to podcast episode 70 quicker. But look, I regret it. Um, I think it's a fantastic interview that probably should have been one episode. However, it's three episodes now. And for part three, Please stay tuned for next week's episode. Jordan's going to give us a bit more. I do love it because I learn so much and I hope you do too. Let me know in the show comments. Love your thoughts. Otherwise, talk to you next week. Thank you so much again for watching. If you're a decision maker or marketer of a small to medium sized business with little to no knowledge of video and would like your questions answered via video conference, not a webinar, then join me at the next video marketing workshop. It would mean the world to have you register. Go to ridgefilms.com.au forward slash events and I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for watching.